Welcome to the Open Update by Liberate Science. I am your host, Chris Hartgrink, as usual, with your weekly Open Science Digest from the web, social media, and news feeds. Thanks for joining us. This week, University of California struck a deal with Elsevier after two years. Mendeley unexpectedly removed support for shared reference libraries. London police issued a warning against using Syub. NetBlocks reported an internet shutdown in the Republic of Congo, and much more. But we start today with a new open access publication on the prevalence of open practices in the field of psychology. And as we reported a few weeks ago already on a similar publication for the biomedical sciences, where open practices seem to be relatively rare still. This new publication indicates that based on estimates from 188 psychology publications, open practices in psychology are just as rare. For example, around 82% of publications of those 188 are accessible at no cost. 14% of these publications make their materials available and only 2.5% pre-register their study, 2% have open data, and a meager half a percentage share their code. All in all, it seems like open practices, beyond making the publication free to access, are still the exception and not the norm. Which brings us to related news regarding Curate Science. Curate Science launched a transparency audit, which resulted in a lot of criticism on social media. Curate Science conducted this audit without the consent of some of the people included, which raises serious ethical concerns and considerations about how we want to incentivize open practices that we see are still quite rare. The research highlighted in the previous item indicates that there's still a lot of room for improvement, but this audit raises questions regarding autonomy, consent, and the creation of new bureaucracy in making that change towards more open practices. Moving on to University of California's deal with Elsevier. Two years after they canceled negotiations and walked away from the table, University of California struck a deal with Elsevier that reportedly resulted in a 7% price saving. Co-chair of the University of California negotiating team, Jeffrey Mackey Mason, stated that this agreement is a transformative open access agreement in line with many of the recent agreements we've seen between libraries and publishers. Previously, University of California reported that they received fewer complaints than they expected as a result of the canceled deal with Elsevier. So why the need to embolden the transformative agreements as the new big deal? A librarian from the University of Virginia provided an answer and a critique when they said, quote, Elsevier does what's best for Elsevier, end quote. Which brings us to our last item of today, London City Police warns against using Sci-Hub. In a first, as far as I know, the Intellectual Property Crime Unit of the London City Police issued a warning against using Sci-Hub, suggesting that this may result in login credentials being stolen from users. This comes on top of the recent court case against Sci-Hub in India, and the 2019 reporting that the USA's Justice Department was investigating Sci-Hub for being, quote unquote, a foreign intelligence agent. 
Alexander Elbakian mentioned in previous interviews that some login credentials are donated to Sci-Hub and may sometimes be retrieved through other means, but no public evidence links Sci-Hub to Russian intelligence agencies. Private evidence might do otherwise, but in 2018, Sci-Hub was also blocked in Russia. There are no new updates in the Indian court case against Sci-Hub after a repeated postponing of the hearings throughout March, which are now set for April 13th, which we'll keep an eye on and report back to you in a next open update. Thank you for joining this week's open update. And if you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing on your podcast provider of choice. Until next week.